It, to be fair, though, like, it was one of The Mandalorian's best episodes, even though it was somebody else's TV show. Yes, but that's, that is a problem. I know. Man, it's, there's no excuse for that. You, I mean, you should never be like, you know, hey, I love watching Knight Rider, and I remember that time the General Lee came in and was right <laughs> with him, and that was, like, the greatest episode ever. You know, it's like, what the fuck, man? You okay. Know? Quick side note, are you joking or did that actually happen? <laughs> I'm joking, man. Oh, I was like, holy <laughs> shit, dude, I gotta watch that. It sounds <laughs> that like the greatest episode though, right? of TV ever. Yeah. <laughs> hey, this is Richard Brake. I play uh, Doomhead in Rob Zombie's 31, and you're listening to Children of the Atoms. Hello, everybody. We're back. Almost in full strength. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a bumpy uh, holiday weekend. Yeah, holy shit. But at least we had plenty of great stuff to watch. God damn, there's a lot of stuff that has come out the last just two weeks. I mean, well, besides stuff we've already been watching. Jesus. But, I mean, as far as new stuff goes, it's, there's been a lot. And you haven't even, like, you didn't really even venture into, like, Stranger Things or anything yet. You just no. basically stuck with Obi-Wan as far as new stuff. And, like, yeah. Saul, right? Yep. I've been yeah. just been, like, concentrating on that stuff. But it's it's becoming, like, almost overload with all the stuff that's coming out. I know. There was nothing for weeks, and all of a sudden, a bunch of shit just dropped on the same exact day. I mean, yeah. It's like, it's like you know, every competing studio does does to one another when they, you know, the big summer blockbuster's coming out, and they're like, well, we're going to drop our movie on the same weekend, so here you go. Right. So much. Yeah. It's, you know, it's just uh, time management, I guess, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's lucky, though. Like, there's not really much in the theater right now that I want to see, because... Top Gun Two just wasn't, just wasn't doing it for me. To no, me I back mean in the theaters. There are people who are saying it's pretty good, but I I, I don't just, fucking I'm believe that you. for one instant. There's no way. There's yeah, no fucking way. I I can't bring myself to to go see it either. Like you know, I it, it, maybe it's got me peaked enough just to say yeah. When it comes on streaming, I'll get to it. I have the ability to watch the first one right now on four different streaming services. I skip past it every time happily. It, well, yeah, it's. I've seen it so much that I don't need to go back so and watch much. it. So much. How many times do you think you've seen that movie, dude? I've. I mean, I'm one of those people who saw it in the theaters when it first came out when Top I was a Gun. kid. Top Gun. Wow. Yes, I remember going to the theaters to see that thing. It was great. Jesus. I loved it. It was phenomenal. And it's it for the longest time. It was a movie that I always kind of enjoyed going back to. It was, it was a lot of fun. Wow. And then as I got older and I started watching it more <laughs> with like a. Uh, I don't know, a movie reviewer's eye and stuff and looking at the uh-huh. faults of it. You, you watch that movie and it's like, man, like Maverick has no faults in this movie. Like he's just, he starts off a badass and he finishes a badass. Like, like he, like they try to make him work through his little problems, you know, of his dad and all that stuff, but it doesn't do anything. It just, yeah, it's there's like no arc. Yeah. He still finishes just on top. He doesn't really learn anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's strange, you know. Fucking nailed it. It's like, like why would you watch Top Gun when Iron Eagle is right there? Yeah, well, yeah, good point, right? Because <laughs> you know I'm an Air Force guy, so why wouldn't I? I mean, I would. Okay, honestly though, like, wouldn't you much rather watch Iron Eagle as opposed to Top Gun, given the choice today? I, oh God, that's tough. Because Top Gun, at least has quality actors, and <laughs> no, no offense to Lou Gossett Jr. You know. I mean, it has Tim Robbins, yeah, but who... Uh, well, know. Val Kilmer, it's got, you know... Yeah, okay, Kilmer was really good in that, but, you know, Tom Cruise, I could take him or leave him either way. He doesn't... 
I've never seen a movie like I've kind of been on the fence where I found out Tom Cruise has been in it and be like, oh, I got to see that shit. Well, there's, yeah, there's very few movies yeah. that I would say that it, like star Tom Cruise that I was like, oh, yeah, that's what makes it great. I mean, they're very I, few. I don't Most, get it. I don't get it with that guy personally. I really don't. He, yeah. There's better action stars. There's far better actors. Yeah, he's not he's not what I would call like some some phenomenal actor. I like I like some of his older stuff, but even that isn't great. Right. Uh, you know, that might be a product of, you know, just him being young and, you know, being cast into a role for a movie that's just kind of edgy and stuff like that because that was kind of his thing back in the day, but <laughs> like any of his modern stuff, yeah, I don't I don't watch any more of the uh the Mission Impossible movies. Uh God, what what's the last I probably the last movie that I ever probably like sat down and watched just because I was like, oh, this looks good, was Minority mm-hmm. Report. And that was what? Early 2000s? Gotta be. And that's I right. think the only Tom Cruise movie I actually enjoy is one he only co-stars in. It's Interview with a Vampire. That's a good one. That is a yeah. good one. Yeah, but yeah, he he doesn't take over that movie. No. That is a, that's a Brad Pitt role. Yeah, and, and Curse of Dunce is pretty fucking great in that movie, too. It helps. Yes. Even, they, I'll they, even they, give... kinda, they kinda swallow up Tom Cruise, you know, Doing his Tom Cruisiest. Yeah, I'll, I'll say, uh, you know, uh, oh, dang, I just I just missed him, but uh, Antonio Banderas. Uh, oh yeah, that's yeah. right. I think I think he kind of like shines a little bit, you know. He he does yeah. vampire way better than he uh, was really than great Team Edward kind of people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah! I just man, I I don't get it about Top Gun. It just. Yeah. No offense, Rick Rosovich, but damn. Yeah, there's another one. That's another good guy. You know, just is in there. He has some corny lines. You know, and yeah, I don't know if some I, cool poses, I don't know but. if I, I. I'm not. I don't want to really bag on Rick Rosovich. He has really nothing to do with this. But I mean, he's a. You I mean come on? Well, you got. If you're gonna watch it for anything, you got to watch for Michael, Michael Ironside, right? I mean, I mean he, he. He's. A, I always appreciate him and just about anything I see him in because he's always just a, a different tweak on the same character it's always yeah. a gruff badass whether it be a good guy or a bad guy you see if it's like that dude's a badass just I can't figure out if he's a villain or not yet do you put the next karate kid into that group too oh shit <laughs> man that is, a, that is probably his lowest man it's ridiculous Ooh, that is bad damn is that bad yeah it's 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 all like it's so it's it's so bad it's cartoonish bad like he's that cartoon villain <laughs> I mean, he's like, oh, like, like he's willing to like kill students in that movie, you know, right. just, to, that was just the, to be a teacher. He was the ROTC instructor of private well, school. Well, like, Wasn't I couldn't tell if that's what he was, but I think he just ran the club. He was a oh teacher at the school. Yeah, he ran that club. So of he was like, just like a volunteer dad. Yes, but he was like, but he was like at the end of that at the end of that movie, like he was ready to have that one kid killed. He's like, yeah, kill that person. And the the kids are like, oh, what? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty stupid. Oh my shit, man! So was he supposed to be like a like a like a scout leader or something? Or what kind hell? of? I I man. think now, yeah. I mean, granted, it's been years since I've seen that movie, and I've yeah, surprisingly, I have not gone back to it. Yeah, I don't but... want to go back and watch it, so I'm going to take everything you just said at oh, face value. That's absolute <laughs> truth. Now it is absolutely not worth it at all. It is <laughs> it is god. No, holy shit! I uh, given that Obi Wan was coming out, I know we just rewatched everything from the Machete Order and all that, and. Something was just kind of itching me in the back of the brain a bit. I was like, "Why don't I was like, why don't I just fucking put on Phantom Menace?" Oh Jesus! Well, just let's just see how bad it really is. Like just and, to build yourself up to it. Yeah, I was like, "Cause you know, let's see, you know, young Obi Wan, and then you know, everyone coming." It's something about it. I was like, "Let let's just give it a shot for old time's sake." And yeah, damn. And man, how did that go? I I forget what 
time marker minute I stopped it at, but it was a good chunk before a half an hour. Is that as far so, as I made it into it? So and I gotta say, had Jar Jar showed up? What's that? Had Jar Jar show up yet? Yeah, they were act, they were yeah. in the submarine headed down to to his part of the part of the planet, and I yeah. just that was enough. Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> that was enough. Oh, that's a that's a t- what you should have done is you should have just fast forward to the end where the lightsaber duels were. Thank you for bringing that up. Uh, Disney Plus has something to fix, because damn, dude, their fast-forwarded rewind function on their app is so fucking slow. Oh, my God. It, <laughs> it's not like Netflix, HBO Max. Like, you can go, like, you know, 10, 12 speeds or whatever. Yeah. Shit. You're, you're flying through minutes at a time. There's no such like a Disney Plus. You just really? have to sit there. It had taken me, like, five minutes at least to fast-forward to the part of the movie I wanted to the lifestyle. So I just gave up. I was like, that's enough. Oh, wow. Like, dude, I, I, you just sit right there in the shovel. is like, I don't want to get up. I'm <laughs> I guess I'm not watching. <laughs> that's sad, man. Because yeah, those are those are some of the best lightsaber fights, though. I that, know that would have got really you kind of all I wanted to see. Yeah, uh, the app is just the fast forward function is just it's dog shit. They oh, got, they gotta fix that, man. Yeah, you gotta you gotta write in and get a complaint going. Yeah, t- tell them you signed up for that super deal. You don't you want the best, <laughs> right? I'm one of these founding members. You gotta <laughs> yeah. you gotta change this shit. Fucking assholes, man. Damn. Yeah, it was just. Something the dialogue in that one in particular, Phantom Menace. Yeah, it might have been the highest of the low of the whole franchise. Because holy shit, man, it's it's hard to listen to. And you talk about good actors. You know, you got uh, Liam Neeson, Ewan McGregor. I mean, just all these amazing actors, and just all their words are falling flat. It's... If if anything at all, and they're saying nonsensical things, and the emotions like they're hitting, they're punching the wrong words, and they're. I don't know. It, a lot about it just falls really fucking flat for me. Are you are you blaming the writer on this then? Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know how you could do that. Right, man. Or maybe maybe it was the director. Maybe right, it was the director. I mean, yeah, who knows? Yeah, who knows? I mean, somebody had to talk know. to these assholes. Yeah, faster, more intense. You know, that's that's the rule <laughs> right. for George. So. Oh man, yeah, I couldn't Jesus. do it. I I really wanted to watch that lightsaber fight just to kind of you know get into the Obi Wan mode, but nothing doing but luckily enough on the first episode like there was you know little recaps yeah I, I, so. I, I'm, I'm glad you kind of mentioned that because that's, that's what I was going to talk about I was like I was like well you didn't really have to watch that anymore because you know they kind of bring <laughs> you right up to speed and say they did this is all you have to watch to enjoy yeah. this I feel like they, they just cut the machete order in like a tenth again like here this is yeah. all you need yeah, watch this I three mean, and a half minutes. They basically did what our shows. If you go back and listen to our <laughs> old shows, you know we cut those things down to like, yeah, here's the ones we're gonna watch, and then yep. here's the basically the chunks of the movies we're gonna talk about because the rest mm-hmm. of it doesn't matter or it's just stupid. Yeah. So yeah, they did a quick quick recap, which I liked. I, I thought it was like really cool. It brought me back up to speed. I didn't have to go back and watch the movies, you know. I mean, from <laughs> when we watched them, but I mean, we didn't watch Phantom right. Menace. Yeah. We did not. But there's a lot of callbacks because I think there's going to be, I, I think we're going to get Liam showing up here somewhere because I think they're very heavily, you know, pointing that way, especially with that uh, that recap. Yeah, I mean, he calls out to Qui-Gon a couple times in the first episode. But uh, on a quick side note, Liam Neeson is coming back as Qui-Gon uh, as part of the Star Wars Celebration announcements. They're doing uh, an animated Jedi series, and he's coming back as Qui-Gon. Uh, he's voicing Qui-Gon on that. So he doesn't he doesn't want to like put the wig on again though, right? Well, yeah, he might be a force ghost or something like that, but Yeah. They can he can kind of phone that one in though, I'm sure. For sure. Yeah, That's... if he's already in the booth doing voiceover for an animated show, I mean, 
why not do it for Obi-Wan as well? Yeah, watch. They don't even do like the forced ghost. They just do like the, you know, the original Star Wars Obi-Wan when he's talking to Luke. He's just like, run, yep. Luke, run. That's all he gets. Yep. And I, you know, th- that would be okay. Like I didn't, it, it would be cool to see Liam Neeson again, but it, you know, it, as long as they're talking, I guess <laughs> that's the important thing. Yeah, I mean, but I mean want... if he's, with him reaching out in the force like that, does he, I guess I don't really get it, like, how it works. Does it work like the Highlander, where as soon as one Jedi activates their mind, like, Jedi's everywhere, like, oh shit, I sense one over here. Like, is that how the Sith actually find them, or what? Because if he's reaching out to Qui-Gon, why not reach out and talk to Yoda or some shit, like, someone who's actually there to, who can help you? Like, yeah, you know that's, I mean? that's a great question. I mean, I think it's one of those plot holes that's there, if he's actually, because yeah. even, even as such, like, you're you're gonna be like using the force, you yeah. Know, when you're asleep and shit, you like to see the future right. and stuff like that. So maybe yeah. maybe it's like different levels you're using where this is like undetectable. Mm-hmm. But he is like when he's in his cave. I mean, yeah. Let's just get into the show here. We're just gonna start yeah. We're talking just gonna show uh, what's so, happening. So uh, first episode of Obi Wan picks up ten years after the execution of Order sixty six, in which most of Jedi were slaughtered. Um, and we see uh, the Grand Inquisitors. We meet the fourth brother. Oh, sorry, the fifth brother fifth and brother, the third yes. sister, who uh, turned out to be a, a surviving Jedi. We're assuming. Yeah, we're assuming. Um, and oddly enough, it was really good to be back on Tatooine for once because I feel like we don't spend enough time on this planet, which is the only one in the Star <laughs> Wars galaxy. Because damn, dude, another show on Tatooine. I mean, I get this is the prequel push to. A new hope, but holy shit, man! I'm, I'm really excited to see other planets in this galaxy by now. Jesus, I mean, between Boba Fett and the, and the Mando the and Mandalorian, all that, like, damn, and, man, yeah, let's get somewhere else. For some reason, yeah, it's 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 like they do that whole <laughs> Star Wars thing where they just want to bring everything to one place and say, "Remember right. this?" Yeah, yeah, Jesus, <laughs> and God, this first episode. Uh, the only way I could describe it is just a slow burn. Like I get it. Yeah, you're you're yeah. setting up the the story. You gotta you gotta bring us back to now. You know, it's ten years later. Where is Obi Wan? You know, let's let's see where his life is now, and and we get an he's, idea that yeah, and he's, he's basically what just force. like a, a hermit butcher on yeah. Tatooine in the yeah, desert. Yeah, he goes yeah. out there, dry like flies into <laughs> Mos Espa every day, mm-hmm. and you know, cuts up this weird fish-like creature because i guess you know it's they're doing all the callbacks to like book of boba fett and shit where we learned that tatooine was once covered in water so right obviously there was sea life there so well, where was this fish at like wouldn't it be dry by now that's what i would assume <laughs> i mean it was it's in the middle of the dune sea so was but it I mean, a crate dragon did we miss that or was it I, it was a fish wasn't it it's a fish yeah, yeah. it's definitely some kind of sea creature but okay. yeah it's kind of yeah maybe the rules are different for, for you know decom- decomposition or something in the star Gotta wars be. universe we'll go with that but yeah all the midichlorians it, kept it fresh and half the damn thing slices. yeah it's sitting outside in the baking sun mm-hmm. two so, of them two baking suns yes <laughs> that's a good point so yeah i but I, I may, maybe they're mining it from the bottom and, and like getting mm. the fresh stuff. Maybe we'll there you give, go. But once again, this is the problem with you know, like you know, movies or television shows. It's a visual medium. You're supposed to show us that. We're not supposed to put two and two together sometimes. You know, to fill in plot points. But 
or we're just being stupid and, and you know being petty about. This Are we focusing here. too much on the minutia? I mean, but it, it's a fair question, I think, because if he was just performing surgery on somebody, like, well, when the fuck did he learn to become a doctor? Like, I'd have a question about that. <laughs> well, ten years. I mean, people come to doctors in ten right, yeah, years, right? So, fair question. Plus, yeah. he's a Jedi. He can kind of. He's mm. probably had access to all the best books and everything you know throughout his life. So he's they do have those Jedi that. reflexes too. They get in and out super quick. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, all you got to do is just use the midichlorians and they'll guide him, right? I will say that it, it surprised me because I hadn't seen that part of the movie in so long when I was watching Phantom Menace, how they both just took off. You like like a light speed just down the hallway? In a blink, man. They're both like the like Quicksilver, just fucking blurs. I'm like, oh shit, that's right. They're yeah. doing that stupid thing. Yeah, that's something that like I didn't pick up until like I saw it on home video. And I was yeah. like, what the hell? Oh, man. And that's it's... where, yeah, force running came from. Yeah, and... <clears throat> <laughs> is, is it weird that they haven't you really used that since I mean I, I know Ahsoka like in the Mandalorian show like she was kind of running pretty quick and shit when she was taking out all those guards and things like that but not to the extent of what Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon were doing no they they were like 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 a next level Superman dude. yeah they were yeah. gone yeah yeah I mean just down the hall and then you know just leaping from from high you know places you know right. to the ground and stuff yeah it's pretty crazy I mean, if if that's the case, I mean, why don't why not run that fast all the time for God's all the sakes? time? I mean, shit. You know how dope lightsaber battles would be? It'd be like watching uh, Dragon Ball Z with blazer swords. There you be go. Some amazing shit. Yeah, and they they wouldn't have to be worried about like armies like wiping them out and shit. I mean, all right. like on Geonosis, they were all surrounded. You know, a bunch of Jedi's got wiped out. Why don't they all just use force speed and just like oh dude, and just wipe see? everybody out? Yeah, maybe different levels of Jedi. You're able to sprint, and some aren't. I don't know. Well, D- does the force that, give different gifts? Problem or, with that or, is because Obi Wan is a Padawan, and, and oh. Qui Gon's a Jedi Master. So right. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's because he was Qui Gon's Padawan. He said, "Hey, I'm going to teach you some of the other guys aren't. <laughs> you know, here, here's this little trick." Oh man, so many questions. Yeah, well, Jesus. that's the problem with George Lucas is when he likes to introduce a lot of shit, and then you start asking yourself, well. Well, then what happens then on this? You know, I always think about like going back to, God damn it, Revenge of the Sith again. Mm. And my my scene that I just absolutely hate is when Yoda is saying how how much he's going to miss Chewbacca. And I'm just like, every time I think about that, I'm just like, well, you know, how come when Obi-Wan and Luke catch up with Han and say, hey, we want to ride and they're talking about the Jedi you know, at no mm-hmm. time did, did uh, you know, you know <laughs> Chewbacca, Chewbacca just happened to say, oh, yeah, have you heard from my buddy Yoda? Like, I met this really powerful one one right. time, you know, you know, start that conversation. Or, yeah. or Han's like, you know, yeah, I, I don't believe in this force and blah, blah, blah. You know, at no time did, did Chewbacca just say, well, right. you should see what I've seen. Yeah, you Chewbacca did, oh, this bullshit again. I told you they, they're real. Like, th- yeah, there was no... See, yeah. there you go. Where's that scene? Like, instead of, instead of adding Jabba to the fucking, to the most icely space station scene in A New Hope, why not have that little conversation I mean, just yeah, happen there just, somewhere or just something? Just something, but it's just like, yeah, the, George, you didn't think this through when you put all this crap together. Yeah. You know? That's why you should never start with the fourth chapter. Always start with number one. Yeah, exactly. Or, you know, <laughs> I mean, understand your audience. You know, your yeah. audience is pretty devoted, so they're going to demand answers no matter how minute they are. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
God damn it. If we listen closely, I can almost hear his middle finger flexing right now. That's <laughs> true. That's true, yeah. yeah I mean, I'm, I'm sure he does listen to our show every week, so. Oh, no, I, I just mean in general. Like, it's his vibe. <laughs> you just feel like to every Star Wars fan out there, he just wakes up and starts flipping off the air. Like, fuck all your questions. Yeah, I'm taking my $4 billion with me. It all me. works. Yeah. <laughs> you mentioned one more fucking word, I'll pull a plug on anything. You'll be able to watch shit. Yeah, all I'm right. still George uh, Lucas, for God's sakes. Right. <laughs> oh man. Uh, okay, okay, let's so, get back uh, to Obi Wan here. Yeah, back in episode one of Obi Wan, we find out that you know he's obviously going uh, by Ben Kenobi now, and he, in a very Santa Claus kind of move, sees that Luke has taken an interest in flying, so he tries to take him some toys that are fake space, like little spacecraft kind of deal. Yeah, we get the then- origin of his his T uh, seventeen <laughs> toy that he's playing yeah. with in, in A New Hope. Thank you. So, I mean, it's obvious he gets it at some point then. Like, Uncle Owen didn't just throw it away, I guess. Well, I, apparently that's from the comics, too. Like, there was a real... Really? There's a story, yeah, from one of the comics or, or uh, extended universe novels that, that mm. talked about how, like, he would bring, like, different stuff to Luke and, and Owen would get pissed and, like, throw it back at him and say, we don't want your help. Yeah, that's exactly what we got in this episode, too. And then as Owen and Obi-Wan are kind of having their little, you know, their aggro Tiff. conversation with each other, yeah, yeah the, uh, the Inquisitors show up. And automatically are hunting Jedi right from jump. Which and I like this. I like this part. This is where I was like, okay, finally we're getting moving here. Right. It, it felt like that it was going to pick up a little bit. And after a couple minutes of, you know, of inquisiting, they, they just kind of fucked off. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Which... they, uh, they did manage to find a Jedi. Yes. Who escaped and then later on the episode hooks back around and bumps into Obi-Wan and recognizes him and Obi-Wan's like I'm not Obi-Wan and you know you're confused and the guy's like bullshit you're Obi-Wan and they have this whole thing Obi-Wan basically tells the guy run and hide there's nothing you can do we're fucked go hide Uh, your lightsaber or bury it in the middle of the desert right (laughs) bury it in the middle of the desert so then Obi-Wan later goes back to Mos Eisley to find this Jedi dead because the Inquisitors had found him Uh, and it's also in this episode that we catch up with the other Skywalker twin, we uh, head over to Alderaan. And yes. We get to check in with uh, Senator Bail Organa. It's always good to see Jimmy Smits. And, uh, and young Leia, who I don't know... Like, she was she was taken this episode, right, by Flea from... Uh, Yes, yes. It took me a while to see that and understand that was Flea. I was like, I was like, oh shit, that's that's needles. Right. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. As soon as I saw his face, I was like, what the fuck is Flea doing? <laughs> yes. I was like, who called in some favors? You know. Yeah. I was like, shit. Yeah. So we're introduced to Young Leia, and I got to say, the, the writing on this episode for Young Leia and the actress who played her are fucking amazing man they, thank it, you it, it's, it's, it's exactly the way you would picture leia to have been as a child yes extremely bright extremely precocious and still very much leia like it amazing such an amazing job with this yes let me give lucas arts you know kathleen kennedy everybody who was involved in this thing some credit with this character they came up with and the idea to start getting into the backstory of leia because you know it's one thing that's never been explored in any of the cinematic or television universe of Star Wars. Probably been explored many times in the uh, in the expanded universe novels and comics, I'm sure. But I didn't. I don't read much of those at all. So, but not I anymore. It's fine. Yeah, I absolutely <laughs> love this kid. I don't like kid actors. I most of the kid actors are around. I don't like. Um, 
but boy, do I like this character. I like how precocious she is. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's just fearless, like Mm -hmm. exactly what Leia is, because we get that from day one when you watch Star Wars. She is just a young 18-year-old in that movie, but man, she just is going out there kicking ass, leading. So yeah, yeah, I absolutely love this character. It it turns out, I guess, she's... I don't really see her just being involved for the first couple of episodes, so I think Leia might be involved for maybe like the whole run of the series, but at some point he's also going to have to pick up with Luke and just that there's so much going on. But anyway, uh, <clears throat> so Leia's kidnapped by Flea because, you know, the chili peppers aren't touring right now, so he needs something to do, I guess. <laughs> yes. So Bail Organa reaches out to the one person he knows, it, you know, he has a feeling can exactly, you know, get Leia back safely, and that's Obi Wan Kenobi. And, Obi-Wan does the thing where at first he, he refuses, but then refuses Bail Organa... the call, yes. I, I yeah. love how... But then Bail Organa actually shows up in person. Which, and, yeah. You know, and then, you know, makes the plea again, and the old, the old gunslinger literally goes out to the desert. I mean, fucking... this this is the part of the show, once again, that I start questioning now, because I'm just like, okay, <laughs> god damn it. I was like, I get it. Okay, yeah, I'm going to reach out to my friend. But number one... Right. It's kind of high profile if I had a senator, you know, United States senators called me and say, hey, Brian, I need your help. I know you're trying to keep a low profile, but I need right. your help here. You know, so I know you have just... access to other things, right? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're a senator, for Christ's sakes. I mean, mm-hmm. shit. I mean, can't you even... Well, I mean, I, you can't go to the Empire, right? Because, okay, you, you Well, why li- couldn't he, though? He's a senator. He literally could have went to Palpatine and said, hey, my kid's been kidnapped. Let's... Get a whole squad of stormtroopers going. Yeah, Let's go but save he her. does not want people figuring out who Leia is. Oh, uh, yeah. That's, okay, there that's we go. the key. You can't, you can't let them figure out. So okay, right. I, I get that. But you know, because I mean, even even Obi Wan's asking him this stuff though. He's like, well, you know, what about a bounty hunter? I was like, or what about your your private security? I mean, anybody. You have access. You're rich. You're the king of a goddamn planet. So, right. I mean, why? Ugh. But yeah, I get it. Okay, yes, there's nobody else I can trust. You're a Jedi. Okay, we'll we'll go with that. But I mean, if I I would be pissed if I was Obi Wan. It's like, man, I've been here ten years. I have one job to do. I have to look after Luke. I was like, your job, you know, Bail was saying, right. hey, we'll take the other kid and we'll keep her safe. And you fucked that up. And now right. you're coming to me to fix this problem too. So why don't you sit here and watch this other one, trying to let him get taken? Yeah, yeah, do your, your best, kid. okay? Right. Fuck, yeah. I, uh, I would be pissed if I was Obi-Wan at that point. Yeah, and I gotta say, it was... It, I halfway expected him to say yes right away as soon as Bale made the call. I didn't expect Obi-Wan to say no like that. That really did surprise me the first time that Bale, when he reached out via hologram or whatever the shit, and, you know, Obi-Wan's like, no. Yeah, I I, oh, I think shit. this is in the writing. I think this is a deliberate callback to the Campbellian archetype and just saying, yeah, mm-hmm. here, here's your mission, you know, and it's like, no, I'm refusing the call. I can't do that now, you right. know, and I have to move on. Something that has to push Obi-Wan mm-hmm. to that point. Yeah. And, you know, and I guess... Bale showing I guess up, I, yeah, you know, he, he, basically, uh, he basically told Obi-Wan, he's like, well, Leia's just as important as Luke. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that was basically what he said. Which, yeah, okay, yeah, touche, um, but, well, I don't know, because I, I, they don't just, they don't really get into a whole lot of, you know, who's, uh, you know, showing force powers, although I do love the fact that we do spend some time with Leia as a kid, like, punking other kids or other people, and, like, 
like I, I think I think it is she, she's using force powers to like get the insight on people's minds and stuff like that where mm-hmm. she just like because she annihilates that her oh cousin. how she yeah how she read that kid and just dressed yeah. him down yeah. yeah and she does that to another she does it to Flea too doesn't she and uh, she even does it to Obi-Wan in the uh, second episode yeah yeah <laughs> she starts Which, flipping him a bunch of shit too yeah she's just like and he's just like how old are you I love it right but yeah, yeah. but I think I think so we're getting a, we're getting to see at least some of her force powers come out but we don't get that's to see any of that from point. Luke we, we don't know what's happening with Luke because yeah, that's a really great point oh and even about Leia. Owen even calls it out and says like you don't give you know a crap about us he's like you just want to know if this kid's showing yet you know, if he's, if he's right. manifesting any powers, and if he is, you want to train him at that point. So yeah, can't create another Homelander. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> fucking get on that ball. Yeah, he's like, even, yeah, Obi Wan's like, look, man, there's more to life than just your damn farm. I was like, right, you gotta let him leave, and he's like, no. Then all this I'm not gonna let you fuck up another one. It's like that's a fair point. <laughs> yes. That's a real fair point, Owen. Below the belt, but that's a fair point. <laughs> yes. Holy shit. Yeah, I was like, yeah, kick him in the nuts and wise down, man. Right. So as far yeah. as you know, fucking Anakin's still smoking on Mustafar, like you know what I mean? And fucking he's just like, you you're not killing this one. I'm like, damn, dude. You didn't hold back at all. No. Uh, so at the end of the episode, literally Obi-Wan goes out to the desert and uh digs up uh a box of lightsabers where it's his lightsaber, but Anakin's also like, I, I thought that was a, a fun little, little representation there to see Anakin's, uh, lightsaber in the box also. Like yeah. he buried it alongside. And I'm assuming, cause I haven't gone back to a new hope, but I'm assuming this is the same box that he will have in his little um, yep. hut where he's going to be able to pull. An amazing call. Yeah. That, that I gotta say though, uh, after he unburied the, uh, <laughs> the lightsabers, it, when he straps it to his gun holster, basically, just goes, is he pretty flippant? Just letting that thing swing around like that? Because the Jedi are still supposed to be gone, yes. right? And he's just swinging saber. Yes. Just fucking not giving a shit. Once again, a problem. <laughs> Here is a guy who has spent 10 years. He turned his back on another Jedi and said, look, just do what you can to stay alive. Yeah. Stay away from me. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Puts that thing on his belt. And he's just like, like picking up, like, you know pulling up his drawers and shit, you know, and just yeah. like showing that thing. And I'm like, come mm-hmm. on, man. You the robe's not even covering that. it. The, it's just blowing in the wind. It's like, what is going on here? Yeah. I mean, like Christ, at least the, the inquisitors keep it on their back. I mean, he shit. Why not keep it behind his robe for God's sakes? Jesus. Yeah, I know. I, uh, what'd you think about the inquisitors uh, representation in the show so far? I, I liked what I saw. So I, I, yeah. I never really watched clone wars and all that kind of stuff, but apparently mm-hmm. they're, they make, they show up there. Yeah. They're there um, a ton. Yeah, so but I like I like the Grand Inquisitor. I really like the look of him. He looks really crazy, really intimidating and scary. Yeah, I um, like the look. Um, we'll we'll talk about um, some of the other ones that are on there because um, you know some of the other ones are kind of just walking around doing nothing. I, I did like mm-hmm. seeing Soon Kang from uh, if you've watched uh, Tokyo Drift. I think he was uh, in the Fast and the Furious movie as it was uh, Han, right? Han, yeah, yeah. So I, I liked his callback. He he kind of came back and just plays like a kind of a sniveling uh, version of one. He's just like, yeah, I'll do whatever you say, Master. Here you go. Yeah. Um, and then you got Moses Ingram. Like I said, we'll we'll talk about her. I, I have my problems with her character. Um. I, I see what they're going with for her, mm-hmm. um, but I think I, I'm just going to preface this now and just say this: I, I think she's a victim of bad writing for this thing because <laughs> her lines are just terrible. And they they could give her much better dialogue for sure. Much much better because I will I, say with the uh, we can just get into the second episode here. Um, yeah. So after 
Obi-Wan tracks the uh, the kidnappers to another planet they're on called Dayu. Have we actually been to this planet yet in Star Wars? I aware of? don't think so. Okay. I, I've never seen it before, but it feels like the Las Vegas of... Uh, of <laughs> uh, planets where they're just like, hey, you just come here to disappear, you know, with stage. It looked like something out of Blade Runner to me. That's, yes, thank you. That was my first <laughs> thought, too. I, yeah. Big fans of Blade Runner, I know it. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, well, where the fuck are they right now? Yeah. They, I mean, they kind of ripped it off, too, because they, they, they did that in uh, Attack of the Clones, too, when you, when they go yeah. to the, the Coruscant's, you know, core. You know, it's and then very what was familiar. that? Uh, what was that other casino plant they actually went to in uh, oh, Jesus the last, the last Jedi. Jedi? Yeah, I don't even remember. Um, How many casino plants? I guess there's a shitload of them, right? Like, well, it makes people sense. need a party. I mean, I, <laughs> I I do like this because this kind of brings me to one of the points that I do like what they do bring up in this thing mm-hmm. is, you know, when you get that scene in the first episode with Bail Organa, you know, he's hosting all those people, all the, the higher oh, ups yeah. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He, they finally kind of get to bring some real world, uh, you know, dialogue or not uh, dialogue, but more just themes that are really happening in the world today where this is idea that, you know, here it is, you know, a totalitarian regime is taken over. Mm-hmm. And who are the ones that will benefit from that? The elites, you know, yeah. because that's all they care about. They're all standing around just talking and saying, Saying, oh, yeah, well, the Empire's finally got some money flowing now, so, you know, things are getting a little better. You know, well, well, the rest of the galaxy is being oppressed. And then, you know, that kid who's like, yeah, you don't you don't have to, you know, talk and say thank you to people that you're above, you know, all this. So, you know, they're bringing in some real themes. I can appreciate what they're doing with the writing on this. Yeah. Did you uh, did you catch R two D two and C three P on the background? I did at that party on Alderaan. I did. At least they're justified for being there, for God's sakes. Uh, okay, so, with seeing how their cameo played out in Obi Wan so far, it's always possible to show back up and start talking in a later episode. I mean, I'm still not completely convinced that's not going to happen. But does their cameo in Boba Fett feel like it should have been swapped with the one in, in Kenobi? Whereas maybe let them interact and have like a, a speaking line in Kenobi like in during this time period because it would have been it would have fit better instead of like what they did in Boba Fett. Were in they the in Boba, Boba Fett? I don't even remember were they in Boba Fett. Did they show up in the book of Boba Fett real quick? I, I don't remember. Am I if they did, correctly? I, I'd probably be pretty pissed if they did, but I don't I don't remember. It's a good question though. Shit, <laughs> I wish I, I had they the answer. Did. Am I remembering? See, I I thought they wouldn't have because they would. It makes sense that they would be on Alderaan. Because at the end of uh, Revenge of the Sith, they're on the Tantum Five or Tantum Four, and they're going home to be on that planet, and that's where they show up in A New Hope. God, yeah, maybe we have to go back. Shit, and watch where do it. they show up at? Damn it! Oh, God, don't tell me I have to go back and watch that. Oh. No, I, okay, I, I'm remembering incorrectly. Then they showed up on on a series that I, I can't fucking recall now. Damn it! Possible. Hmm. And yeah, but you're not you're not thinking of his protocol droid that Boba Fett has in the palace. No, okay. no, 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 I'm not. OK, damn. Well, anyway, uh, so back to the episode here. Uh, K- Kenobi is on Dayu and he encounters what we perceive t- to believe is a uh, is another Jedi, Haja Estri, played by Kamal uh, Nananjani. And he we see him help uh, a wife and kid off the planet. And it's obvious like, you know, he's. He's really hamming it up in a way we've never seen a Jedi kind of portray their powers to yeah. where it's it's affecting them like a, like where you see it, wizards and they can actually they're making like deep breathing 
you know, noises and shit like that. And he's, Obi-Wan... he's calling out what he does, too. He's like, I am I am using right. a Jedi mind trick to control your mind. Right. So, but it's, it was entertaining to watch. Right. So then Obi-Wan happens uh, on this guy because he can actually point him to where Leia is, right? Is that how he first encounters yes. Haja? Yes. He, yeah. he, he finds somebody on the streets uh, who tries to sell him some spice. And they oh, that say, kid. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, uh, fun fact, uh, apparently, I, I think, if I remember correctly, they said that is McGregor's child. Really? His daughter and oh, yeah, niece of uh, Dennis Lawson. Really? Or a great great niece of of, uh, of Dennis Lawson. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, little a little nepotism there. Yeah, I mean, you know. But you know, who, who wouldn't do that for their kids? Yeah, so. for sure. But yeah, cool. so she she guides them over to this person, or mm-hmm. no, to another a, kid. There's a kid. Yes. Yeah. And then there's the kid a kid says, who says, "If you need a, you know, I know where a Jedi is. If you need help, and he's the yeah. one who points in the direct of Haja. But yeah. as it turns out, this kid is later revealed to be Haja's partner, and they're yeah, he's just kind of running a little thing. Yeah, yeah, like they're actually helping people, but you know, they are kind of fleecing people for money along the way. So it's. You know, a bit of a Robin Hood act in, in a way. Yeah, they're not they're not like just stealing people and then leaving them for dead. No. They're like they're like you're getting something for your money, but I'm not gonna be. You know, I understand you have nothing, but I'm not gonna have so much shame as as to not ask you for something right. to give me. You know, yeah. they're they're getting something out of it. Yeah. Which you know, which I can appreciate, and that's you know that's why you know even Obi Wan's like, yeah, you're a crook, but. You know, we, we do get to see him have a little redemption moment, you know, at the end. Very of brave of him later on, because damn, I don't know if I'd do that. No. <laughs> I can tell you what. God, especially what we know about this woman here <laughs> yeah, so far. For real. I mean, this Inquisitor. Yeah. So uh, after after Obi-Wan leaves, uh, deal after he gets in a deal with Haja, he actually finds Leia, and he goes to get her out and all that. They have a, a really, like, I, I think a good portion of the episode is just them kind of interacting with Leia, like what we had uh, mentioned earlier where he's yeah. trying to figure her out and she's giving him a bunch of shit along the way. Like, you know, they, they're, they're calling out like basically like how old he is and just, you know, yeah. but- she doesn't really believe he's a Jedi yet. And it's just, it, it's this whole back and forth thing where you really like Obi-Wan is exasperated, I guess, to the point where he's like, he's tired. Yes. <laughs> you know, I he mean, just, he really feels like the old dog in this. And Leia is just, it's every bit young Leia just along the way. She's wanting to lead. Yes. There's no follow in, in Princess Leia whatsoever. Here is my issue now. Because, like, I, I, I will praise this kid, you know, and then the role they put her in for this stuff. But here's what I'm afraid this is becoming. A mm. Disney movie of an adult Ooh. and a kid pairing up. Because you, you hit on it earlier. You said, we're probably going to see this throughout the series. Is these two, mm. you know, it's just going to, uh, it's like watching Mandu and Grogu. You know, we got to have the, you know, the the, you know, the adult and, you know, the little kid just wander around, get into adventures, get into trouble, you know, progressing the plot forward. I, I don't know if I want to see that. I was like... I understand it's Disney, but man, just give us a Star Wars story. Give us some action. Give us some violence here. And I don't know how much we're going to get that with a kid, you know, running around, you know, playing this this adorable role that she does, you know. I think it's likely that Leia gets dropped off in episode three and then the back half is dealing with Luke and Vader. Yeah, I, I was I was wondering though, like watching these two episodes, I was like I was like, man, was those trailers just a bullshit tease of you know him watching Luke and all this stuff, and then like this whole series is gonna be him oh, like watching over Leia, over Leia. Yeah, yeah, I was like, come on, man, that would be that I mean, would I, be I, entirely possible. It's a good curveball, but damn. 
But once again, Leia's not supposed to have a whole lot of knowledge of Jedi and all that kind of stuff, you know. She's Except for Obi Wan, have... because that's who she reaches out for. Okay, well let let, let me let me take a step back on that too, real quick, because I do want to hit on something. <laughs> and I, it took me a while to kind of think about this, but uh-huh. okay. So in A New Hope, yeah, yeah, she sends out a message to Obi Wan Kenobi: "Help me, Obi Wan uh-huh. Kenobi. You're my only hope." Yep, and. You know, when Luke shows up on the Death Star to her to the detention center, opens her cell, comes in there, and he's like, hey, I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you. You know, I've got your R2 unit. I'm here with Ben Kenobi. And she's like, Ben Kenobi? Where is he? Like, I mean, are they... Is it, is it making sense that she either knows that... Like, like in this series, does, does young Leia know, or, or is ever going to find out that this is Obi-Wan, or is this always going to be Ben Kenobi. I, I I feel like something is just not adding up here. Is it just me? I don't know. I, I think we we could... It, it's easy enough to, to solve it off screen and just basically figure that Bale told her at some point while she was growing up, be like, well, that was, you know, it was actually great Jedi Obi-Wan. You know what I mean? Or, yeah, but... It, or, me, or even at the end of... Uh, fuck, what... Uh, at the end of Revenge of the Sith, when Bale is like, I have to go contact an old friend. Like, he literally could have told her right then. He's like, you, you go call this Jedi Obi-Wan. Like, he's the one who saved you when you were a kid. He could have told her right then. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm thinking it through here. And it's like, okay, let's just get, let's just say it's like, they, she does never put the pieces together, right? She does, she, she thinks there's a Which would be Kenobi. hard to believe, because I think Leia would figure that shit out pretty goddamn quick. Yeah, but, <laughs> ugh, yeah. 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 Ah. <sighs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe they'll they'll retcon this in the, in this series here. Maybe it's maybe it's something as simple as yeah, she believes that there's two of them. Um, yeah, she dealt with Ben in this series, but she knows from her father there's an Obi Wan Kenobi. Maybe they're relatives, and she right. reached out for him. And hey, well, Obi Wan didn't show up, but Ben Kenobi's here. Hey, that'll work. Oh, okay. I don't know. It, it huh. sounds pretty loose to me, but who knows? It does. Well, I mean, it, as come to find out later in the series, I don't really think anyone's secret identity is actually too much of a secret. So as <laughs> Leia runs away from from Obi Wan because she doesn't trust that uh, he's an actual Jedi. Sure. As they're being bounty hunted, Leia jumps off a roof, and Obi Wan has to actually use the Force to save her from dying, and that you know makes her trust him. She's like, "You are a Jedi," and then. You know they're off to uh, to escape again, where they are cornered by Reva yes. as they're trying to head to their ship. And Reva, her whole guiding force in the series so far is she wants Obi Wan Kenobi. She wants him dead, and it's got to have something to do with maybe going back to the Jedi Temple Order sixty six. Like she feels very wronged by him for for some reason we haven't you know, been well, told about yet. So I, I, I have a different theory on that. What? So, you know, I definitely believe, yeah, because we get that, you know, at the start of, we didn't really talk about it, you know, at the start of the show, you know, or I don't know, was it was a flashback, but you get an, an order, a, a shot back to the Jedi temple. You get yep. to see, you know, the stormtroopers coming in there and, and annihilating Jedi. So I, some yeah, of I, which were doing some really badass things, man. Like the first Jedi saving oh. those kids, like that lady had, a few minutes of just doing some of the most amazing Jedi things I have ever seen. Yeah, this is a side note to, the, to this whole conversation. I think the one thing that you're going to get out of this whole series is better lightsaber duels for what, we, <laughs> what we've always wanted to see from the original Star Wars. You're going to yeah. get that in kind of that old Star Wars world, so it's, it's kind of it. cool to see that. But yeah, but anyway, so my, my theory is a little different. So I do believe that Reva is going to be 
the the one uh, Jedi Padawan that was yeah. or the youngling that was in the back there. Mm-hmm. So she's going to get away. She's I, I think she's going to escape. She's not going to yeah. get picked up by the Empire right away. But I think that she just because what they're trying to set her up as is a very very intelligent, thoughtful, like skilled chess player. It's like she's playing uh, her own game, right? Yeah. She says she was, able to, she was able to get Obi-Wan out of hiding she's, just by Yeah. Because it turns she's, out she was the one who set up the the, the the Leia kidnapping. Yes. We'll we'll learn all this stuff. But she's the one who said, yeah, I'm the one who went back through the archives. I started learning. I was like, yeah, I got the connection between Bale and them. So she knows. And as it turns out, she's the one who knows the news that, you know what? Darth Vader, a.k.a. Anakin Skywalker, is still alive, Obi-Wan. You know, so her motive isn't just because I think Obi-Wan betrayed her. I think she's just like, you know, I'm I'm here on the Inquisitors. I want to be a Sith. I'm going to get into the good graces of Darth Vader by bringing the one person he wants. Mm-hmm. The one person he hasn't been able to find. Because I, from what I've been reading is is most people do not know who Darth Vader's true identity is. They don't know. Yeah, I had a question about that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So if I go with that logic, that little piece of assumed knowledge, Mm -hmm. my theory makes sense then that she found out who it is. I don't think they've they've talked about how they know about it, which I think we'll get into that in one of the later episodes. But I think that's how it's going to go. She is bringing him to Vader because she wants wants to to gain favor with Vader. She wants to be... His apprentice. I think Got that's it. where they're going to go with it because, yeah, she's pit. I think she's. I think they're doing a good job as well, as doing kind of callbacks to Jedi Fallen Order. If you play that game, that whole game is about the second sister and that one just oh, being pissed shit. at yeah. her and the rest of the Jedi Order for betraying her. Mm-hmm. And she she does she has a speech in this uh, Reva Reva has a uh, speech in this one too where she goes around the Jedi betrayed you, they lied to you, all that stuff. So it's all a lot of you know self reflective you know stuff. She's kind of yeah. working out working her own problems out by yelling at other people and killing. Mm-hmm. So I, I think this is where they're going. Um, I, I just think that they've given her shitty lines to kind of deliver to this stuff. Yeah. But yeah, that, I think that that's my theory though. What yeah. do, what do you think? Uh. That completely works for me. I just, I, I think as far as Jedi capabilities goes, she is a very adept Force user, and it's very dangerous. Because during the whole Leia escape scene, as she's running away from, like, there's blasters going out, explosions going everywhere. Reva's on the complete opposite side of the city, sees the explosions, and then just starts Jedi parkouring all over the fucking city to catch up to these, and is just doing some ridiculous shit, like... Just and, some super cool moves. And didn't along this the way. feel like a callback to Jedi Fallen Order, the video game as well? Yes, like, it like felt the force so much like the it. platform down as she's yes. running full speed and shit. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I thought was. I, I still, I'm still saying it, dude. They are going to have a tie-in somewhere. I'm wondering if they will do that in this, in this show, a live-action Cal Kestis, yeah. and, and yes, and maybe tie it to the next video game release, which we'll talk about later. Yeah, I, I'm wondering if they're going to have a Cal Kestis appearance in this, if not this season, maybe season two if it gets greenlit. Well, because he was also uh, Cal Kestis was very you know obviously involved with the Inquisitors and all, but he actually made it on their on their big ship, the Inquisitor Inquisitorium or whatever the fuck it yep. was called, like their their big fortress and all that, and like they've already shown that in one of the previous trailers for Obi Wan, so it's yep. 
Oh, that would be something. I, I, I hope they do because it, it makes sense. Like the, <clears throat> the pieces yeah. can kind of start to fall together here. Right. So. so anyway, as Reba's running through the city, she actually runs back into Haja Estri, who, in a very brave move, he's trying to buy Obi-Wan and Leia some time so that they can escape because he figures, like, oh, Obi-Wan, you're a real Jedi. He inserts himself in between Obi-Wan and Reva as she's hunting Obi-Wan and pretends to be a Jedi. In about two seconds, she looks at him, says, you're not a Jedi, you're not worth my time, <laughs> just flicks him away with a, with a force push, probes his mind, and just rolls. Like I love seconds. this too. Yeah, this is. Like he wasn't even worth her effort to be murdered. You know what yeah, I mean? she's like, get the fuck away from me. Yeah. Well, I think oh, it also man. shows maybe maybe they're trying to show that she's got some redemption some to her. Like yeah. she's not just going to slaughter because yeah. But I do love the fact that yeah, she's like force pull pushed against the wall and, and like <laughs> I love his line. He's like, oh, that was not magnets, <laughs> you know. Right. But yeah, and then but then they do a callback now to the the you know, the new series where Kylo Ren uh-huh. was able to kind of reach into people's head and yeah. their thoughts. She's been, you know, probably had that used against her by the Sith, you know, for sure. when she was trained as an inquisitor. And so, that totally ties into the lay thing you were talking about. Like they're, yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yes. Makes Damn. total sense. Man, good call. Yeah. So there, there's <laughs> some good writing here. There's some sloppy writing some, here. Yeah. But, you know, it happens. Yeah. Um, it's so anyway, as Reva is on her way after dealing with Hadra to fully like she's got Obi Wan and Leia cornered like they're they're absolutely stuck they have no way of getting out the uh, the Grand Inquisitor confronts oh, her geez. because he's the one who wants to take you know the credit for the, the Kenobi arrest and all that and Reva just says fuck it and as far as we're aware right now kills the Grand Inquisitor yeah like they don't like people have survived from being stabbed from lightsabers and shit sure but. I don't know what this does canonically as far as the Clone Wars goes and like whatever other animated series they're doing. I don't know what the Grand Inquisitor's timeline is. Like if this could actually be his death, death or not. I have no clue. But I know a lot of people were pretty surprised about it. Like it surprised me <laughs> right off the bat. I was like, oh shit. She took him right out. Yeah. Being, being, but I, a person... I guess it makes her, her ascension to being number one easier. Yeah. Out of the way. Yeah. It, it, it is. She, it is still showing. Yes. That she is a, a person who is like a Sith. She's not a real Sith, but she's like, she's in that vein because all the Sith do is screw each other over. Right. You know, I'm going to kill you to, to, <laughs> to leapfrog to the top, you know? Right. And you know, she just finally, it's like she, uh, the, you know, the person who's just been pushed too far. She's like, you know what? I'm tired of your shit. Bam. Mm-hmm. Shut up. You know, now I'm going to make the call. Right. Um, but there, there's some really cool stuff going on in this scene, which I do love. It is a direct callback to Return of the Jedi, mm-hmm. you know, when when uh, Vader and uh, Luke are having their final showdown, you know, in the Emperor's room, you know, and they're down below the staircase, and you see Vader walking around with that red blade. It is a yep. mirror image of her walking around with that blade, you know, that red blade out and just looking for, you know, uh, Obi Wan, yeah, and at the same time, just like in Jedi, you know, Vader reads reads the mind of Luke and says, "Oh, you just, you know, I realize you got a sister." But in this one, she's like, "I can feel you. Your thoughts are on Anakin." Well, mm-hmm. here's here's some news. He's Guess still what? alive. Yeah, that's supposed to be the big cliffhanger. Is like shit. And in particular, Ewan McGregor's face after she told him, "Dude, it." Yeah, I couldn't even tell you the emotions he was going through because it looked like all of them. 
<laughs> fucking the look on his face. Oh, you and McGregor he didn't know can what act. the fuck to do, man. Yeah. He's a real actor doing a television role here, so yeah, you know, all credit to him on that. Mm-hmm. And then smash cut to our first peak at Hayden Christensen's yes. return as Darth Vader. He's floating in a back to tank, as we can assume, probably in his castle on Mustafar, right? Oh, uh, absolutely. I, yeah. I think it, I think it's the same scene you know that we saw in Rogue One. Where he's sitting in that back to tank, and mm. every once in a while it just gets drained out and puts his uniform on. But boy, did did Hayden Christensen look like he put on some weight for this thing? Like, like he bulked up? Yeah, like yeah. when he does that, kind of just zoom in on it. Like you're only really getting his shoulders bent, but he looks jacked, man. Yeah. Jeez. I mean, he's pretty tall. Like I don't know what what his size is compared to. He's David over Prowse. six foot. He's over six okay. foot. Yeah. He's yeah. Do tall. you remember how tall David Prowse was? He was really big, wasn't he? He was David a guy who Prowse played was like uh, six nine. Damn. Okay, yeah. so he, he's definitely got some sights on Christensen. Yeah, then. I mean, that was one of the reasons why Christensen got the role originally, because he was a tall kid. And yeah, but who knew he'd be... grow up, like, you know, to be a giant like that? You know, yeah. It's very lucky. But, man, yeah, I was like, oh, geez, like, this is this is going to be interesting to see him. I don't If he if he brings in some, you know, A acting chops to this thing, heck, maybe, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll take back some of the bad shit that I've said about him over the years. Yeah, he's six foot, Peyton Christensen. So yeah. like they, they slap him in some thick boots, put the shoulder pads and hell and all that. Like he could he could hit six and a half pretty easy. Yeah, and if he and if he devoted himself to this role just to bulk up for that, more power yeah. to him. I, I I appreciate that one. Because this is the t- I mean, for all intents and purposes, this is a TV role. You know, most people would kind of just like, yeah, okay, I'll do whatever I need to. I'll show up and just get it done. <laughs> but if he's committing like that, you know, going the you know, Hugh Jackman, you know, level of commitment of just bulking up. I mean, yeah. more, more power to him. I appreciate that. I, uh, if anything, I think it might take more dedication for all the makeup. Cause he's just floating there in a tank. Like there's no, so he had to go full prosthetic for that. Like the, yes. the, uh, the eye lenses too. Cause his eyes were still all fucked up from, from the last battle with Obi-Wan and all and that. He, and he may be actually underwater, you know, for that yeah. shot too. Actually a, floating with there with just, a, just a, a hose in a his breathing mouth. apparatus on. I mean, <laughs> yeah. those are, that's commitment on an actor, you know, and they're going to be yeah, willing to sure. do that kind of stuff. You know, they could have CGI'd all that stuff. Yeah. That had to be a cool dance set though. Literally, like, oh, oh yeah. Get, get the floating tank doing it's, my Darth Vader shit. Yeah, it's probably a lot like, because if you, if you heard the back or behind the scenes stories of Revenge of the Sith, like everybody was all excited about that final scene of him getting to put the gear on. You know, Hayden Christensen oh, sure. was so excited, like he wanted to do that. You know, so I, I bet it was the same way for him again. He's like, yes, I get to finally do this, do this role again, and maybe get to do it right. Now, how much with Vader being who he is and not. Hayden Christensen as obviously not the voice. Like they've already established that James Earl, James Earl Jones is the voice yes. for Vader. As soon as he Vadered up, it, you know that's Vader's voice. So how how much of Hayden Christensen do you think we're actually going to see in this show? Like they're going to have to show him mainly in flashbacks or outside of the of the helmet talking, but that'd be weird outside of the back to tank because we know he can't really survive. So how mm. how much Hayden Christensen are we actually going to see, or is it mainly just going to be you know him Pedro Pascal and Mando style in the suit? If I had my way, that's probably the way I would want it. Um, Is in the suit only and, and no like flashbacks, like yeah, Clone War style, to I'm, him younger and stuff. I'm worried that they might try to do like a scene of oh, him sure. without the mask. Yep, that's definitely gonna happen. I think. And <laughs> I, 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 I would. I think it just would ruin everything else that comes in Return of the Jedi. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Uh, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, For those who haven't seen it. Yeah. yeah. But 
you know, I, I, because I think that's one of those. That was a big moment in that movie. Was like, yeah, let me take off this mask. You know, and that's the reason why uh, he finally okay. dies because I have to, you take that mask off. Yes, you're going to die because you need that mask to breathe. But yeah. he gets a few last words out. You know, just yeah. to say, you know, the things that he wants to say to his son. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's the only time that he needs to speak without that mask. Any other time, yeah, he needs to have that mask on. Maybe maybe they maybe they have him without the mask on, but or without the full mask on, but just like a breather and having him talk or something. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, I'm really curious to see how the rest of the series is going to play out because now that he's officially awake, we're definitely going to see Vader full fledged in Episode Three. Like we just have. You, to. you like, think they, you're going to see it that soon? I don't know. Like, I don't think he'll interact with Obi Wan by Episode Three, but we're definitely going to see Vader in that hmm. episode for sure. Like they're okay. not going to. They're not going to show him like that in the last couple of seconds and not have him show up at all in episode three. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like he's going to be saved for the last episode or two. You know, That's like, it? You yeah. think that's all we get him for is like yep. an episode or two? I just have a feeling that that's what they're going to get out of it because I don't know. Because I, I, I think that this is going to, this is supposed to be a story of, you know, Obi-Wan running, you know, realizing that, yes, I have a job to do. I'm mm-hmm. not going to listen to Owen tell me to fuck off. I have to do my job seriously here because there's real stakes here and I don't right. have to just, you know, disappear. And, you know, contrast that with, you know, Reva's character constantly, you know, on this drive for revenge and, mm-hmm. you know, where that path takes her. I think that's what we're going to see. And it ultimately will lead to Vader, which I'm going to call it now. Vader's going to kill Reva somehow. He's he's going to do like you he think did. so? Yeah, he's gonna do that to. Well, it depends. They they could uh, bring her back for a second season. She's she has to have some redeeming moment here because you don't have a character like this, and you make them so evil that they don't that they're not there to be redeemed. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, so I I don't think they're gonna do that. I think that uh, I need to check the timeline because I don't remember what what take what what happens here first is. Does Fallen Order happen first, or does this happen first? I don't remember now. Man. Oh, shit. How far is Fallen Order after Order 66? I think Fallen Order's first. Okay. Hang on. Um, five not, years. Five it's five years, years after Sith. So, okay, yeah, so, so we're ten Obi-Wan years after is this. five years after Fallen Order. Okay, so they're definitely the second sister from Fallen Order that is not going to show up in this movie. Right. Um, boy. Yeah. Well, either way, yes. I think that Rev is going to have some redeemable moment here. Maybe it's uh, the end of this season. Or, yeah, is this something that you continue on for a couple of seasons? Who knows? Have you heard? Are they actually talking about doing more than one season of this? Well, I mean, everything online says season one. Get the fuck out of here. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Look it up. Yeah. It's like. Wow. That's well, surprising. Well, I thought that, I thought for sure this one would be a one and done. I hope it is because I don't want them <laughs> to have to. You know, always finding excuse to get story. him off the planet. Yeah. Yes, because once again, yeah, it does go against what's happening. But yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe I'm just reading things differently when they just say, you know, the first season. But uh, right, yeah, who knows? Could they do with them having Christensen kind of back into the Star Wars fold and all that? And the, where when this show ends, presumably, we're still nine years away from A New Hope. Correct. Could they do a series in between that's just kind of focused on Vader 
like just doing Vader shit, like maybe like a six episode run, like for Obi Wan, where he, you know, you focus on kind of like the Empire and like what he was doing before New Hope started and all that. Yeah, but do you think he's gonna have a ton of stuff? I mean, I guess there's stuff in the expanded universe that they he's done, right? Yeah, like he's had like you know what about his uh, failed experiments with uh, Padawans or Sith learners, whatever the fuck they're called, and all that. Like there has to be stories in there like that. Yeah, they could because like. I th- I think that the story that they want to tell, and this is, well, this is just my opinion, is, you know, here is, as we learn that, you know, Vader is, you know, the, the Jedi, the dark Jedi who helped the Empire hunt down and destroy the, the Jedi Knight. Yeah. So I think what they want to tell the story is now and really get into it is, yeah, Vader runs the Inquisitors and his Inquisitors are the ones that are going out there and collecting the Jedi and, and you know, mm-hmm. cutting them down. Right. Um. But I, I guess there you could, but that would that would mean that you know you only bring Vader out for the big guns, right? Yeah, you could so, do a whole series on him. It'd be like you know, like a whole TV show about Jaws the Shark. Yeah, it wouldn't make any fucking yes. sense. Yeah, I mean, you you could maybe they have a tie into the uh, the Ahsoka show they're going to come out with. I think that's likely too. Is uh, like they have an interaction because there is there is like a history apparently between those two characters. That I've I've learned by not watching the show, but yeah, during the series they actually uh, Ahsoka learns that you know Vader is Anakin. Yes, like by by basically kicking his ass to the point where his face is exposed a bit and she puts it together. Yeah, and he and he was once like her mentor, right? He was. Yeah, yes. she was his Padawan. Yes, thank you. That's yeah. why she's no longer a Jedi. Yeah, so I think I think there would be a tie in there, and maybe maybe you don't get a whole Vader, uh, you know, show. But he'll show up a bit. Um, but you'll like, get him the, showing up now. Series. Yeah, you've got yeah. Christensen now, who probably is willing to do that role uh, for a paycheck, and just showing up. But it's an interesting idea because I think you could do that. It's like, you know, I think back to like, yeah, I, w- I would love to have just a, an exclusive Magneto movie, right? If I was watching X Men, yeah, you know, fair. very fair. I would love to see that and him just going around and kicking ass. <laughs> so I think you could do that with Vader. But the problem with Vader is not, yeah, he is. He's the guy now because he's all robotic and stuff and been cut up. He's the guy that now sits behind the the desk and just you know wields his power that way and you know chokes people through holograms and shit. Right, but I mean, if you're that strong, like, why do you have to worry about getting up? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know I, mean? I mean, that's that. I think that's like at the same time that like, that was why people were like, man, why is he such a badass in Rogue One, but then he doesn't do anything else anywhere, you know? Right. Well, yeah, it's because special effects allowed you to do that, but yeah, true. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, he's he's the one you call out when things need to happen. Like, yeah, you know, he gets called out by the emperor in Rogue One. Obviously, you know, we don't see it, but you know, we can make we can assume that the the emperor called him up and said, you know, hey, you better get to Scarif because uh, they're about to steal the plans to the Death Star, and I don't trust anybody else. You know, I want I want to see that scene. I want to see where he picks up the Vader phone. And some technician on the other line is like, Mustafar, he's like, I need you to wake him up. And he has to push the drain button. And this, you know, Vader, his tank drains out and he's ready to go. It's like, activate Deadpool, right? I mean, Yeah, I want to see some shit like that. Let me see the minutia of prepping Vader for work. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's probably one of those, like, force calls, you know. He's just it's in the back of the tank, right? opens his eyes and like, uh, okay, yes, master. Yeah. Yes, master, I'll do it. And, you know, hangs up the phone and is like, god damn, this guy. Okay, guy. <laughs> Yeah, I can't be everywhere at once. God you damn never it! Take a shit in peace. <laughs> yeah. 
so oh, yes. for uh, as far as Obi Wan goes, we got two episodes dropping on the first day, which was pretty awesome. But from yeah. here on out, it's only one episode a week for the next four weeks, right? Yes, and it's every Friday, oh, right? Sucks. It's going to be yep. every Friday night. So, yep. Well, I guess I got my schedule since I don't have Mondays anymore to watch. I got, <laughs> got I got to change that to Friday. Yeah. Man. So, do they do they do a Palpatine Force Lightning kind of thing to where maybe Vader uses Force Lightning against Obi Wan and that's what ages him so much because he's he's got to go from Ewan McGregor age to Alec McGinnis age in nine years and there's there's quite a difference in between the two. Well, there's a look between the two. I mean, yes, he definitely gets great. He's going to have to age like a motherfucker, though. Like, you know what I mean? Because Alec, Alec McGinnis is far older than Ewan McGregor is at that point, and they're only nine years away from that. Yeah, but I think timeline. I think you could say that, like, yeah, if you're living the harsh life. I mean, look at him <laughs> in, in Revenge of the Sith yeah. and to this. You know, that's okay. ten years, and that's what, yeah. like, his life has now become. And that's how much he's aged there. So I think they could do that. Mm, maybe I think, start setting the spice a bit too. Kind of takes it out of you. Yeah, like well, that. I mean, well, yeah. you know, somebody comes up and offers you, you might want to partake since you're not a Jedi right? anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you don't got to work tomorrow, Lana. Yeah, yeah. I was like, well, he probably does, but I mean, you're only cutting fish, right? Yeah, I mean, it's only going to get easier to cut the more it rots. It's well, obviously, obviously, he's got a cool boss. I mean, his boss just let him say, yeah, go ahead and take a, take some time off to right. go uh, run a mission. They don't bother inspecting anybody's pockets. He's just taking home free meat. Nobody Which, cares. Yeah, I thought that was going to come up as something. You know, I, like, I was like, okay, is it just to show that he's, yep, he's still a nice guy and he's got to figure out a way to feed his, you know, camel animal? I don't know, but... I thought he was going to give his rations to that guy. He's like, I have a family. You only get yes. half. Or but give he literally him... is just like, well, fuck you guys. Sucks. Or, yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. Maybe, maybe it is more clever than we think it is, and it's the actual writer saying, "Look, we're actually writing this the way it is. He mm-hmm. is he is really playing his role. Right. I will not step in, no matter what. I just I can't do it. It's not I. I have a greater purpose here. But man, that's serious commitment to making sure you don't get stabbed by a Sith. Yeah, I mean, especially it's, it gets even worse, especially when that other Jedi came and found him and said. What's happened to you, man? Is like you, you can't just give up. There's right. there's cruelty in the world, and when cruelty is happening, somebody's got to step in. That's our whole purpose for being: is we are the guardians of peace and justice in the universe. So yeah, but I guess I have this wake up call a little bit. Is like yeah, you're right. right. I got to do that. Yeah. But. So it's obvious the big battle they've been teasing the the lightsaber fight between. Obi-Wan and Vader coming to a head. It's obviously not going to be until the last, you know, like the middle of episode six, basically. But do they do they meet at some point beforehand and Vader just completely kicks Obi-Wan's ass and Obi-Wan has to regroup and then come back at him? Or do they only fight the once? I don't know. I wonder if he's going to get... Uh, because going back to Jedi and he takes that mask off, you see a scar across his head. He doesn't have that in the back oh, to tank. Oh, shit. So I'm wondering if he gets that scar in their final battle. Wow. And, and fucking Thor Thanos style Obi-Wan goes for the head. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. But That's still can't dark. finish him off. Because Whoa. what does happen is somehow Obi-Wan has to get away. Mm-hmm. He has to be like out of the reach of all the Inquisitors and, yep. the, uh, and the Sith themselves Yep. to usher in a new hope right so mm-hmm. something has to happen there where yeah there's going to be a battle he's going to i mean do i do i dare say he leaves him alive this time 
gives him a battle scar and says, I'm out of here, man. We're done. You had your second shot at me, and that's it. There's but. no way he's gonna he, he's gonna try to he's got to try to finish it. He can't leave it be because look at it like this: if or, or Reba can't live either because what if she says like you know hey just go talk to Bail Organa you can Obi Wan and will whatever you fucking want man yeah it's like, true they have to believe Obi Wan is dead or Reba has to die like whoever made the connection between Obi Wan and the Organas has to go or they have to think Obi Wan is dead. There's no other way around that basically, right? Well. Once again, here's the problem when it comes to retconning this kind of stuff. Because in A New Hope, you know, it's explained. He's like, Vader comes in and talks to Tarkin and says, yeah, he is here. He's like, I had, you know, the last time I felt this was in the presence of my old master. I, I guess you can kind of say, okay, yeah, he didn't use the language like, oh, yeah, I killed him or, or right. we got him. You know, he, he just never was able to catch him. Hmm. Um, so I, I, I think that I don't think it's going to be that Reva's has to die. I, she's, I think she is going to die, but I think she has a redeeming moment to a point where she wouldn't turn in people. She's, she's going to have a return to the light side. She's going to realize, yeah, I was a Jedi at one point. I was, mm-hmm. I was starting to become one. I don't have to be, you know, it's not their fault that I was captured and lived a shitty life, you know, right. Much like, you know, uh, Boy, what what's her, what's your character's name in Fallen Order? Where uh, the second sister was 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 blaming her master, and her master was like in turn, you know, so distraught that she had to cut herself off from the force because she intentionally left, you know, yeah. the Padawan there to be caught. Yep. So yeah, I think I think it's going to be a situation like that. I think it's going to be a direct callback to that game, where we might get Calcaster showing up and having to explain this to us and say. Hey, you know, I've I've been around some other Jedi. You know, you don't have to do this, and I've been around the you know some of the other Inquisitors, and it, it, right, it can work out. Maybe if, if Vader's not around. Do you think we actually see a Cal Kestis? I that would I, be wild, man. I feel like it's really in the cards now. Now that they've they've come out and said, "Yep, the second, uh, you know, the follow up to Fallen Order is now going to be released in 2023." Yeah, I think that, it's gonna bump up against this timeline. That's well, that's really good. That, that it's, it's it's incredibly exciting. Was that was it in the was it in Mandalorian or was it in the Mandalorian episode of the Book of Boba Fett where they had that <laughs> that BD one on Tatooine? That was the Mandalorian episode, I think, of the Bo- the Book of, of Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. Yes, because okay, he got yeah. that he got that new ship from. Okay. Yep. 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 Okay. The Naboo, uh, the former starfighter yes. thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, they have been dropping breadcrumbs. It's, for, it's for sprinkling Cal, the they? stuff in to, to get us ready for. It. I, if they don't, dude, I'm going to be real disappointed because I my head would pop if that actually happened. Like it, it would be. Completely, I know they've been dropping crumbs and like maybe we're making connections where there are, maybe we're making connections where there aren't. But yeah. damn, dude, that it's still so unexpected. But if that happened, holy shit. Yeah, but if 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 like, like Obi Wan's facing down, like Vader's coming at him, and there's like three Inquisitors like wrapping him up, and all of a sudden. You know, Cal shows up and Sarah Jenda's there. Damn, dude, this that would be pretty fucking. Cool. And he's he's aged out. If you if you watch the yeah. you know not to talk too much about Survivor, but but you know if you look at that preview of that, you know Cal Kestis is an aged up Cal Kestis in that thing. He and, is. and and everything we've we've been seeing from there from these people is like saying, yeah, it's a more mature level of the game. So yeah, I I think the these characters definitely will run into each other. 
Oh, that's cool. And it, I would hope I, I like the way you've described it. I think it would be great if it's that's the way Obi Wan gets away, you know, and if maybe Cal saves him. Maybe that takes us into the video game or the the end of the video game leads us up to that moment. It would it would be oh, great if something yeah. like that happened. That'd be a good way to fold in Ahsoka real t- real quick too. Maybe she comes in to help she out. She could as then, well, yes. And then he figures out Ahsoka's still out there, so that puts you know Obi Wan or uh, Vader's then hunting her while she's out trying to find other Jedi, and that leaves Obi Wan to maybe kind of just fade back into the background or something. Damn, there's a yeah. lot of directions that can go with this. You can if you get creative with it, you know. And, yeah. You know, and it, and not only that, but it rewards us all the people who really kind of consume all this material, you know, <laughs> you know, because God damn it, if you're going to drop money for a video game and books and right. you know, all that stuff and you put the time right. in, you know, you want that to pay off a little bit. So speaking of consumption, we know the Obi-Wan series could be more than one season that remains to be seen. But one show that shockingly turns out to have just a ridiculous amount of episodes coming our way. The Andor show uh, is breaking tradition by being a first uh, of 12 episodes in its wow. first season. It's already been announced for a second season of another 12 episodes. 24 episodes in total. Is that... Okay, I I, I know how this is going to sound, but is that a bit too much Star Wars like for just the lead-in for the Rebellion? Because that's, that's a lot of time, man. Maybe they got something out there. I haven't read a whole lot about this series. Like, so how much story is there? Could they do 24 episodes of that? That's what I'm asking is is maybe they got with all the writers and they said, here, just put everything together and just turn in what you got. Mm-hmm. And they got this volume of all these little stories. Like, maybe make it almost anthology-like, you know, where you're Ooh. stealing it from different people. But, you know, have Andor kind of be the one who's, you know, facilitating this kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Uh, it could Damn. definitely be something like that. But if you got that many episodes, maybe they're half hour episodes though. Maybe something like that. Yeah, but but even still, like only a half an hour. Like that's that's still like that's a, true. Yeah, a, half 11, hours commercial. Eleven free. hours and forty five minutes of proper viewing time Boy. for just the the birth of rebellion. Yeah, I mean, well, there is a lot of story because there's so much you can pull from. You know, I mean, you could honestly start pulling from other video games if you wanted, like The Force Unleashed or. Uh, there's so much stuff out there that they could they could they could pick and choose and tell stories from. Oh, there's no way we're not going to see a teenage Leia in this show, then, right? Oh, sure, absolutely, for sure, we she's, are. She is going to be a young young senator, or yeah, you know, she's going to be the uh, you know, because you know, like in the Obi Wan series, they did refer to like, hey, you have to go to you know, junior legislators camp and all this other shit. The same shit that they brought up and uh, they're laying the groundwork for all. Yeah, her being yeah. a young senator, damn. Yeah, Look so all I, that. it's all going to come together. Um, <laughs> well, this is all—it's all Disney and kind of you know, by extension, like a Marvel world where it's like, yeah, yep, everything matters, you know. So you got to consume all the material to be caught up when these big movies come out because that's the one thing is like there's not a lot of talk about any of these big movies that are going to be come up for for Star Wars. Yeah, not at all. Right, it's mainly just TV. Yeah, so I'm hoping that this doesn't just burn us out on star Wars here. Cause I would love to see star Wars come back to the big screen again. For just sure. tell us a brand new story. Just be done yeah. with the Luke Skywalker saga and just tell us something. I want well, the Knights of the old Republic. Oh, I do too. I really want to see that. Which like, I, that well, we're going to get amazing. that in television, right? We're getting, we're getting that in a television. Series. I think that's still the current. Yeah. I think they're still working on that. It's just, you know, old school Jedi. Yep. I think that'd be pretty fucking cool, but not to forget our other beloved, 
Star Wars characters. New Mandalorian, unfortunately, is not coming out this year. It won't be out till February of next year, but season four is already being developed, apparently. I get that. It's very popular. I mean, I, I wish, is. hindsight now, I really wish they just would have said, you know what, let's not spend that money on Book of Boba Fett. We could have just Man. spent all that time producing Mandalorian. Yeah. Because the best part of that series was that one episode. Mm-hmm. It, to be fair, though, like it was one of the Mandalorian's best episodes, even though it was somebody else's TV show. Yes, but that's, that is a problem. <laughs> I know. Man. <laughs> It's there's no excuse for that. You, I mean, you should never be like, you know, hey, I love watching Knight Rider, and I remember that time the General Lee came in and was right <laughs> with him, and that was like the greatest episode ever. You know, it's like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> okay, know? quick side note: Are you joking, or did that actually happen? No, that's, I'm joking. Yeah, that's, oh, I was like, holy so, shit, dude! I gotta watch that. Sounds like the greatest crazy, episode though, right? of TV ever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That would be fucking dope. Now I'm just hoping that happens. But so we got a new Mandalorian coming out uh, right after the first of the year. Ahsoka also, unfortunately, won't be out until 2023 as well. There's also another Disney show that was announced starring Jude Law. Dumbledore? Yeah. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Called The Skeleton Crew. For lack of a comparison, it's being referred to as Stranger Things in Space, I think. Because it's a group of ten-year-old kids, who, and Jude Law is their captain. Maybe I don't know. Okay, that that does, does not excite me at all. That's <laughs> that's like that's like when somebody tries to tell me is like how cool watching the Young Avengers will be. I was like, I, I just I'm not interested. It's not something I want to see. I think they already tried getting ahead of it a bit by very explicitly stating it's not a kids show. <laughs> I, I hope then. What I mean, yeah. how do you how do you cast kids but not make it a kids show, right? I mean, I don't know, man. That's a hell of a good question. I mean, you can't like I I'm I'm a kid of the '80s and I love the Goonies, but you can't say, well, it's not really a kids show. It's a right. kids show. It yeah. is. Even though everybody in that movie is now in their '60s, it's yes. still a kids movie. It's yeah. still a kids show. Oh man, man, yeah. There's a, man. So much Star Wars crap is just as far as being a Star Wars fan. Yeah, our our cup literally, you know, runneth over. And boy, like I said, I you, you hope it's just not going to be too much. Yeah, like, I just I don't want to because I can tell you, like it's it's you know watching all the Marvel and everything too is like you get superhero it's fatigue lot, too. Yeah. You're just like God damn. I was like, yeah. but they're just going to keep cramming it down your throats because it's like if you fall behind, man, it, it's hard to catch up. And then it's a new movie leave, comes yeah. out. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and there's still the potential too of uh, when the schedule clears up a bit. Donald Glover's uh, Lando series. Lando still series? talking yep. about that as well. Which, I'd love to see that. Like, I would too, because I love Donald Glover. Get his schedule clear. Let's see that shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's he's great. Yeah. Man, so hey, I got a question. I've just been from all the references to Kenobi and all that. Like, does he is he like share on Tatooine where he just goes by Ben, or does he go by Ben Kenobi? Like, should should he be changed his last name? Also, yes. Like, um, instead of Obi-Wan, it's like, just call me Obi-Wan Johnson. Like, nobody would put that shit together. Yes, like, yeah. Who's not going to put that? Especially the Inquisitors. Like, right. like, yeah, well, you know, you're looking for Obi-Wan? Well, there's a guy called Ben Kenobi who lives over right. there. You know, he's always in town here. He, or the he, child on his on, on his dad's home planet called Luke fucking Skywalker. Yeah, like, Come on, man. What is going on here? Where's the... Holy shit. Why am I poking holes? What am I doing? But, well, but that's the problem. It's like... It's like it's the things that, like, like 
Lucas never really thought about as like a big deal or, or maybe just didn't think about it at all. And he was just like, right, yeah. it's like, dude, this is the kind of stuff that a good writer does think about though. And says, well, yeah, if he's been hiding and people right. have been hunting him down, you're not going to go walking around with your last name. You know, yeah. you go, you go like, Hey, my name is, is, is Ben, you know, Kenobi at least or something, you know, something. Yeah, change it up a off. bit. I mean, make it an anagram of Kenobi, something cool. Like, damn. Just, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, anything. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> That's a great question. Jesus. Yeah, just seeing the name everywhere, I'm like, why the fuck did he keep the last name? <laughs> uh, oh, God. Yeah, it, it pisses me off even more now. I got to get George Lucas in a room, like, before before both of us shuffle off this planet. You just ask him just a whole litany of questions, and hopefully he won't box my ears for Yeah, him. well, the first question is, like, what were you thinking? <laughs> I was like, you know, like, it, God, because I, I just, this comes back to me, and I know this has, like, already been brought up by a million other people. But yeah. it's like, here he is. He, he finds Luke passed out because he got jumped by the sand people, and here's mm-hmm. R2. Oh, I don't know who this droid is. Well, I've never seen this one. Yeah. Yeah. God damn it. I was like, that that's the shit I hate. Why he ah. never why he's like, oh, I just have to put R2 and C3PO in the prequels. Why? Maybe because like what you what you said earlier with Obi-Wan's commitment to the role of being so anti-Jedi. Is that maybe he's just he sticks to it that much where he's just like I recognize this droid but I'm not saying shit. Yeah, that's that's just bullshit though. I, like I hate that <laughs> explanation though because it, it's it a, it's weak if it is. It that. sucks. Yeah, you know? it does. it's just the, the 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 true answer was yeah I should have never put those things in there because it creates all sorts of problems and, and yeah. continuity issues. Like mm-hmm. for God's sakes. Like Lou or R two, for all we know, like his memory was never wiped. We know C three PO was, so obviously R two knows everything that's happened up to that point. He knows all the secrets, and he's, he's riding around with Luke and not telling him. Like, uh, by the way, I used to hang out with your dad and fly with him. <laughs> like Jesus Christ, man! He's just being a real dickhead about it. Yeah, like like, like I, after he's probably just like, yeah, fuck you for treating me like a slave my whole life. I'm just right. gonna sit back and watch how this plays out. Oh man, Jesus, man! See, just the, the more questions that just pop up, man. I, I I can't watch this thing logically. I guess maybe that's a problem. You know what? I gotta watch this like all Star Wars stuff with the same brain I used to watch Over the Top. Because if you watch oh. that movie with a critical eye, dang, I mean, we're not gonna get into it now. Like this, like we're, yeah, we're gonna this, save that this for will be on show, the next but, show. Holy fuck, man! I have so many. I have even more questions for that singular movie than I do for the entire span of Star Wars over the past thirty years. Yeah, our yeah, our show is delving into the world of canon films, and it's gonna be bad. Oh boy, people, uh, hold on, yeah, because it's whew, we I we it's we, gonna hurt, man. Oh, I didn't is, know that yeah. movie would be, but oh yeah. Say that for another day. Let, let me just but let me damn. just give you this little bit. I'm, yeah. I think this is a very bold, maybe controversial statement, but this is probably one of Canon Films' better better movies. <laughs> so, that was actually produced by Canon. After Films, looking so. at the list, I, yeah, I'm inclined to agree. If, and if that's any indicator, just damn. Yeah, because I, I I've got some one. I got to a couple of films that I can probably point you to if you have not seen them already. That you you could say maybe would be in the running for that title, but I would be very curious. I'm curious what our listeners would think, even, you know, what is the best 
canon, canon film movie? out there out there because boy there's there's a lot of stinkers out there boy Ooh. yeah i think anything featuring frank Stallone on the soundtrack probably pretty questionable well that's i mean you have to you have to get into the rocky films there too and those weren't that's even it films, i'm including them sakes. too man they're right along there <sighs> they're not above this shit cobra did did canon do cobra i can't remember if they did cobra i don't think they did no i don't think they did they can't that one can't fall at their feet too right <laughs> yeah, maybe just Stallone himself. Did they do Superman Four? Why is Superman Four? Yes, they did Superman okay, Four. Did. So the that for peace. yeah, we've talked about it before, and you know when we, when we talk about canon film on our next show, we'll, holy we'll get fuck, it. Cobra is a canon movie. Oh wow, okay, wow, oh, damn, God. okay, is Co- that might be the best one? That is a tough Shit. one too. Oof. Oh man, okay, there's. There's so much to discuss and so much to watch. It, like, man. Yeah, because there's, there's some ones that I would have to revisit to actually tell if they are. Oh, yeah. No, no. Yeah. I have a whole list. It, it's going to be very, <laughs> it, very this, entertaining. This is going to be a drawn-out project. Yeah, it, it's going to go on for quite a while, but it's going to be a well worth it, I promise you. We have got a lot of shit to watch. Everybody, this has been a ton of fun. We'll talk to you guys later. Peace. Can you dig it? <laughs>